Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda, presented by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. As we discern and realize the might and the glory of Jesus Christ, and especially this last few days and last week, as we honored the Lord and the sacrifice He made last Friday, and then on Sunday, as He was crucified, dead and buried, that in the tomb, wonderful, amazing incident started happening as the women went to anoint the body of Jesus Christ at the tomb. The angel, a large angel, has been released from heaven to roll the stone that blocked Jesus' tomb. And as the angel sees those women, and he also, of course, honors Jesus Christ, but he says, I know you've come to, to see Jesus. He's not here. He is risen. An archangel says that, and so deeply moving, that what he promised, he did. And we say, he is risen. And Sunday was a really moving day that uh, we declared. And all year long, we want to hover on that awesome declaration, he is not here. He is risen. So that's one of the things that we want to release in the heavenlies. The power of resurrection, the, the glory of Jesus Christ. And one of the wonders is that he, he not only, of course, was the Lord of glory and the releaser. One of the things for me is the, the releaser of signs and wonders and miracles and healings that some of them we have been able to participate and we have been able to experience, and even in this place, and then this ministry and the church that we were, we have seen so many miracle breakthroughs and signs and wonders and salvations, thousands of salvations. Uh, the people have come to know the Lord, and that's one of the greatest miracles. I do want to take some time. This is the time where we worship and praise the Lord, give Him glory. And we are so grateful for the team of worshipers with Michael Nykam and Armand Decker, with Dennis Dutton and Travis Voodoo and Diana Obisison. Give them a clap, will you please stand? We want to thank you. Thank you so much for your contribution in helping us worship the one who is most worthy above all, the King of glory our Lord, our Master, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you know he has massive numbers of titles of Jesus? There are books. One book I remember is the 365, uh, for 365 days, he has got 365 titles of Jesus Christ through the Bible. So it is, worth, it is good that we get time and honor, and we can't do that enough. And in eternity, 
we will be celebrating and enunciating the glory that's in Jesus Christ. I do want to, though, in that tonight, want to send our prayers and our blessings to the United Kingdom, to Great Britain, and to the royal family, to the Queen. Condolences for England, I mean, and, and Great Britain, if I may say that, is in mourning for the next several days until next Saturday. Uh, they will have a burial of uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip. And uh, amazing, amazing men who really stood by the Queen and supported her for all these many years, pretty much 70 years plus that he was married. And I was uh, partly part of my uh, personal uh, affection for the royal family. I was born in a British, uh, part of the British Empire. I was a British citizen until I became an American citizen. Uh, but the Duke of Edinburgh, in many ways, represented really, a, he was an example of very much part of the British Army, armed forces. And during the Second World War, he was able to participate. He got many, many medals. And then as the Queen, and I, I remember as a little kid, I was part of in, uh, the empire in living in Kenya and how we it was in Kenya 1952 I was just a teeny guy but we had uh, the accession of Queen Elizabeth her father passed and so she was became the queen of England and Prince Philip was her young, young husband. I remember from way back there, and then when he came, when uh, Kenya got independence, Prince Philip flew down and was uh, with the Prime Minister of Kenya, Jomo Kenyatta, and then the neighboring uh, nation was Tanzania, and he also came there with President Nerera and helped release Tanzania into the Commonwealth, but into independence. So, uh, but I think the United Kingdom was deeply affected by someone who is basically was 99 years, just a few months from turning 100. And he was uh, a very great military hero. Uh, I think it was the Battle of Matapan in the Second World War that Prince Philip was involved in. He was just a young young man at that time, but in the Navy. And uh, the many of the presidents from here sent greetings and condolences to the Queen and to Great Britain. And it was one of our most reliable and effective allies during previous wars, and especially the Second World War, and other uh, conflicts we have had that we have prayed of for armed forces. But alongside, it's good for us to remember that 
almost always there would be British uh, soldiers that were there giving their lives just as our armed forces was battling. So whatever purpose there was, the Great Britain was always on our side. So it's, I believe, appropriate for us to thank the Lord for the life of Prince Philip, called the Duke of Edinburgh. And so from the watch, we wanted to spend, send some special uh, prayers for the Queen of England. And he was just a real, real uh, consort, they call him, and stood by the Queen all these many years, nearly 70 years. Um, so it's, it's quite, quite an event. So we send our blessings to Great Britain and our condolences to the Queen. Um, we also want to remember, as we are worshiping tonight, there are certain focuses uh, we want to focus and release. Specifically, real blessing for our nation, for its leadership. All kinds of things are happening, and some we don't understand. They're talking about uh, increasing the size of the Supreme Court. Uh, talk about creating massive confusion. Um, I thought nine was enough. They want to add several more. We'll see about that. But uh, in that context, we context, I want to. We want to pray that the Lord will bless and strengthen our nation. We do pray for the president. We pray for the Congress. We pray for success of United States. That there is a great competition uh, in the nations where China and we could call it communist China because it's the government is as head for all these years but there is a great struggle financially also for until the last I think almost 100 years but especially since the Second World War, uh, United States and its financial standard has been the bulwark. So we pray for a strong dollar. It is important for us because we want to be in freedom. And many other nations look to us. So may God bless America. And these are some of the details of that era. There is a real battle between the yuan, the dollar of communist China is the yuan. And then for us, may the Lord always, we pray, keep the dollar strong so that the systems of the world that depend on America will remain as strong as ever. And the other, other thing is we are in intercession some may, it's good for us to rehearse from time to time. We don't want to assume that everybody knows and is everybody's informed. So there are certain things we really, really uh, want to stand with certain nations. For example, we bless Israel. It is scriptural for us as Christians. Number one, 
I've been concerned and we are praying over this last year. There were all kinds of restrictions put on Christians being able to gather together. And in fact, it really impacts us. And it was done, I believe, the dark forces that would discourage and is against Christ and against his work and against his church, that uh, the more that the devil can discourage Christianity and, of course, the church, which is uh, the main assistant for the gospel to go to all the nations of the earth, we want to pray for the strength of Israel. It's a small little uh, country, but very, very important to the Lord and to in Scripture. So Jesus himself in chapter, in, in the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verse 22, Jesus himself makes a very profound statement, and he says, salvation is of the Jews. And it's in, as you look, it's on a sense, sometimes you can say, well, that's obvious. No, it's not. And even as Israel was restored in 1947, uh, sometimes I get those dates confused because India also got, got its independence during the late 40s. But may Israel, 1948, the restoration of Israel as a nation. And it's important for us as believers because the Lord has put that responsibility on us. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. And uh, I never want to be in a place where I say, well, yeah, I've heard of that. Nope. And by the way, this week, Israel honored Holocaust Memorial Day. So I believe Thursday was a special day of remembrance. And there was a siren that went through the whole city. And for two minutes, everything stopped. Everybody stopped. And they paused to remember the Holocaust, where six million Jews were massacred by evil, by uh, dark powers. The, The devil does not want Israel to be fully restored because it's very vital that in the last days Jesus will come and he will come to the, from the very place he ascended, he will descend and he will come with angels and with saints. Uh, it will be an awesome, awesome event, the second coming of the Lord Jesus. But until that time, we want to make sure that we are standing with Israel. Why, Pastor? Here are some of these scriptures. It says in Psalm 102, verse 13, You will arise and have mercy on Zion, Lord, for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. Of Psalm 122, verse 6, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and prosperity within your palaces. And it's in our lifetimes that much of this has happened. Many years ago, 
I remember going uh, as a young married, Bonnie and I had been just married uh, for about a year, or less than that, and then I was one of the main pastors of the church back there in Fort Lauderdale, where Derek had invited me to come, um, but went to on a tour with Eric, which was quite a special treat, uh, because he is one of the main ones who promoted the message of John 4:22, salvation is of the Jews, and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So you, it, you may think, well, it's obvious, we know it, but it really wasn't. That apostolic word had to be preached, and the church awakened for its responsibility, partly because of that message. So we do carry on uh, emphasizing some of these major truths of the Bible. So Isaiah 62, verses 6 and 7 says, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So when we see wrestling things, we see, even in Washington, D.C., there are opinions and struggles and people who represent the opposite view, who they don't like Israel. They don't like to welcome the prime minister. In fact, some years back, this was during the time of, I believe, well, I'm, I know, uh, during the time of President Obama, that this was the, it was a time of an official visit of the Israeli prime minister. And all prime ministers and presidents that come by a special, by the special open front door of the White House. But uh, they arranged so that the Prime Minister of Israel was welcomed where the bathrooms are, and at the back door somehow. It, it wasn't, it was clear that these guys were not supporting uh, Israel. But I want you to know, as for me and my house, or as, as this watch of the Lord, we have had this watch in Jerusalem. We have been, whenever, if you go with us, and Bonnie and I, we'll usually have a, a prayer at the Western Wall at night. It's, we had to get special permission to go where Jesus stood. And uh, we have an all-night prayer, or kind of depending on the bus schedules and imperative where we have that. But we would always, when we go there, we will still lead prayer at night, uh, in Jerusalem, and it's, it does not that thing for me as impressive as being at the Western Wall at night, and the sun has set, and there is a hush, and that we are able to. Michael has been able to be with us some of those times and led us in worship, and it's so wonderful for us. So during this season, this week of Holocaust. Holocaust Memorial, we bless Israel. It says in Psalm, in, in Genesis 12, I will bless those who bless you, and I'll curse him who curses you. 
and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So blessing Israel blesses each and every family on earth. That is one of the promises of the living God. So this is, these are some of the issues that we're praying about. And we don't forget also praying for the families in the United States, in every state where uh, there is some measure of confusion. There are some states that have allowed people to be free to meet together or free to go out without having to wear, be wearing masks everywhere. And I, I, I just personally, I, I want to support those states that there is measures of freedom. Some are really still under yokes, and we pray, bind the spirit of this virus, COVID-19, and we pray. We have prayed before, but we keep on praying. Blessing Jerusalem, blessing our nation, and binding the spirit behind this virus. And so we want, just wanted to share with you some of these issues. We do send our blessings to Great Britain. We're grateful that it has been a very reliable ally, and especially from the line of those who uh, have been in the monarchy all these years. We supported uh, Great Britain in its war. We came in, uh, and it's quite interesting. If you watch the movie The Longest Day, you see how very much the Allies, primarily uh, United States and Great Britain, but then we had many people from Poland, from Sweden, uh, all over that were pilots and soldiers. It really is interesting to get a perspective. Realize that even those of you here, that some of you, uh, your fathers or your grandfathers, were involved somehow in these efforts. So we thank the Lord for what he has done before and how he has kept us strong. May the Lord God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, bless our nation, bless our armed forces. May he bless our financials undergirding that the dollar remains strong. Some of these issues, as we say, Lord, God bless the United States. God bless the law and order uh, members of the police force who keep the law in our state. So all of these at various times we'll talk about, but I don't want to, us to just take for granted, yeah, God's going to do that from time to time. We'll emphasize this is what's happening, and we thank God. Lord, we sing glory to the name of Jesus and he is risen and he is the king of glory and in his name we bind principalities and powers. We bind every spirit that would discourage the effort of the church. We thank you Lord that you are helping and anointing and strengthening believers all across this nation and all across the nations of the earth. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered.
good to recognize certain epochs and then the simultaneous parallel restoration. The Lord pointed out, some of you remember the times if that uh, where they talked about uh, in the time frame of the Azusa revival was early part of the last century. And we noticed and we see there are various times in history when God would be doing something with Israel. He would at the same time be doing his supernatural work of grace over the church too. As Rich pointed out, the Billy Graham era where there were other notable men of God like Oral Roberts and William Branham and many other uh, gifts, gifts of evangelism, but also accompanied with unique signs and wonders. Oral Roberts was known for that. A lot of in the West, we're not as familiar with another very uh, notable man named T.L. Osborne. He and his wife did amazing amounts of work of revival from those vessels around the same times as Dr. Graham was anointed to reach quite a bit the Western world, the American, United States, Canada, Europe. T.L. Osborne was doing he and Dottie. God get great grace for them to go through various special parts of Africa. Um, at a certain time where Reinhard Bonnke was doing some of his work, that same amount of, same kind of grace came over certain nations that I went to, specifically Zaire, the Congo. Uh, but we noticed at the same time, like 1948 is like unique. Billy Graham being triggered and uh, as we appreciate evangelism, all that, we need to note that there would be anointed vessels that would stand with this vessels that would be mainly focused on intercession. So as Billy Graham was anointed, and there was a team that went with him, um, the Tennessee Ernie Ford and others who helped him in, in music and gospel songs. But at the same time, that's where the birthing of Israel was and the United Nations and Truman helping in the natural. And notice that things in the natural were happening. That at the same time as the wonderful spiritual 
revival was coming, natural things were happening, and they were simultaneously. And I began by talking about John 4, 22, salvation. It's Jesus' statement to the woman at the well. And among the things he tells her is, but salvation is of the Jews, because they're, they're prophets and holy men of all that are noted in the Old Testament. They all spoke of the Messiah to come. And Jesus is the Messiah with a lot of signs and wonders. We'll may go over those, some of those on Sunday. But we, and then during the time of the Azusa revival, the early uh, 19, 1905, 1908, and then it impacted various nations. It was the time simultaneously happening in the church. Those was also the time of emigration of a lot of Jewish people to the early wave of immigration that came to Israel. And then the early 40s and in the 50s. And then supernatural attestation of revival. And the God works on the heart. And he's working on our heart too. To do various other things. We may have the work God has given. One of the things that we are doing here is praying and worshiping and singing and declaring and welcoming the glory of presence of God. And we find that certain times there was a famine in the earth, in a sense, spiritual famine. There weren't much that happened also in Israel. God wasn't doing much, it says, uh, about the, the period before the coming, the birth of Jesus. And then suddenly the Word of God exploded. So all seeing all of this, we are sensing the epochs changing up. For me, when I heard today, this morning, that uh, Prince Philip had gone on to glory, he was a key man in the natural, but he had a big role in supporting the Queen of England, and that England chose, some, made some good decisions in the last uh, 70 years. But it's waiting for another epoch. And so that's where we are at, I believe. Salvation is of the Jews. The, uh, and what this administration will do, we are, I believe we are preparing for the next administration. But something will happen. And may we not be found to be friends of the enemies of Israel, but may our nation be great friends and intercessors for Israel. So tonight I feel like the Lord has kind of underlined some of that. And the era 
is transitioning to a great, I am believing, for a great outpouring. It's more than 40, nearly 50 years plus since the last revival. But, so there are certain things that God will give you credit for, give you anointing for, and you will be surprised at yourself. Is this me talking? And you will be prophesying and speaking wonderful things and creative things and individual. Like tonight, we want to see more of the prophetic and the healing, affirming that God is with his people. And as he does renewal, He's doing at the same time, like Fiddler on the Roof was the period uh, at the conclusion. I mean, it, that was just a musical play on Broadway, and then it became a movie. But there are certain Jews that are, have, in fact, most Jews have had to endure persecutions. And... Uh, most of our lifetimes, we saw that doing like Thursday was a memorial, remembering the people who suffered in the Holocaust. That was during, before and during the Second World War. So, tragic things were happening in the, in the midst of the Holocaust. But the Lord concluded, devil didn't have the last word. Israel was restored. How about that? It is historic. So our eyes are on you, Lord. That's the thing. We don't want to get so caught up as we forget. It's the Lord who is doing it. And you are part of that. We are part of it. And we are sensing that this is going to be happening. And... Uh, some of the, I think I mentioned here that something, I believe we got a peek into it during the Trump administration because of the favor that the leaders had towards Israel, that the capital of Israel was restored in, the, in a different way by the American embassy being moved to Jerusalem. So us being able to see this was happening. And in fact, that's a, a great affirmation of the Lord. The United States has moved its embassy to Jerusalem. Something is happening in the natural. And so we, what do we do? We don't just watch. We affirm. We declare. We sing the praises of God. And... Uh, Salvation is of the Jews. The revival as we bless Israel and God's purposes. That's part of it. And then we declare over every city and state, the Lord is God. Jesus is Lord over the United States. He is Lord over South Carolina. He is Lord over North Carolina. Jesus is Lord over Great Britain, as our eyes go towards praying, 
part of it is we're going to say, yes, God, you're up to something. And you have prepared a people. Even in communist China, the church is severely being persecuted. But at the same time, God is up to something mighty. So it's part of our job is to recognize that, prophesy that, affirm that, and help that as much as we can. Thank you, Lord. Uh, the lion of the tribe of Judah is roaring and will roar. And part of the roar is the prophetic that's going to be confirmed. Thank you, Lord. So we are sensing God wants us to be strengthened tonight. The tomb is empty. The angel of the Lord is involved. God is involved with you. And you have, you're going to be, you have and you shall be anointed even more and more. If you have struggles, some challenges, look to the Lord. He's going to give us, continue to give us direction and an anointing and at the same time. He's giving us miracles. So, but it affirms he's, he's on the move. He's giving revival. And at the same time, you see how the devil is moving, how he isolated, tried to uh, isolate the church, the members of the church. So in certain states, you couldn't even move. And they used the excuse of because of the virus, because of the virus. And some were standing against the, the heart of God. But we say, come, Lord Jesus. So, tonight, in a few moments, we're going to affirm and thank the Lord for the resurrection of Jesus. Declare to ourselves, tomb is empty and Jesus is on the march. Over every church, let revival come. The season is at hand. The season for revival is at hand. We prophesy to every nation and to every family and to every home and to every city. He's on the move. Revival is at hand. As it, God was on the move in the late 40s, as God was on the move in the early 1900s. And then there are accompanying signs and wonders. Part of the latter part of the Azusa revival was the ministry of a lady. There were many notable, notable ministries at that time, but one of the notable was uh, Maria Woodward Edder, and it's, re it's recorded that she had an amazing visitation. I believe it was somewhere near the Chicago area. You're thinking in terms of 1913, something like that. And uh, I was, <laughs> it's, 
two hours and alive at that time. But anyway, that she stood and the glory came and as she was preaching, she was glory just zapped her and she stood still without saying anything for three days. Now, I didn't, I wish there was a movie about it, but I, I just read about it. And that at that time, the glory was so, so thick that many, many thousands, they say, came and got converted, even though she was just, had raised her finger or something and just, day and night, she just stood there. <laughs> uh, and I think it was on the third day or so that suddenly she resumed. It was like nothing had she didn't realize until someone, some people told her that she had been under glory and people could understand, the, I mean, could feel the presence of God. There were many other incidents that talked about the supernatural and that affirmed the presence of God, affirmed that we better give our heart to Jesus Christ. And that each of us, each of you have a purpose. And we adore the presence of God. And we are, among the things we are, we are presence people. We love the presence of God. We honor the presence of God. We honor. It's not just some religious hoo-ha. I mean, it's, it's we believe the Lord is risen. And his presence is with us. So tonight, I want to be strengthened again. You be strengthened as we take the elements of communion. Realize, and we'll, we'll look at this on Sunday, an aspect of his resurrection. That there are areas We still need clarification. God wants to give you presence and anoint purpose. And healing is part of the accompanying thing. So those on the web who had a touch, a miracle touch, please let us know. Those here, let us know what has been happening. We, there are some areas we, we're still learning how to communicate in the time of COVID. We are so grateful though. And we bless, by the way, I mean in the natural, but I'm proud of some of the people who have chosen. We are not going to be frightened. We're not we're going to be turned away from our purposes. Because they're trying to scare us. And some say, you, you, can, you have to wear a mask. Someone else says, no, you have to wear two masks. And uh, it's, it really is confusion. And yet, in the same time, we find out that Florida, for example, and uh, Texas, um, is the governors have said, you're free. We're going to affirm 
freedom. And I pray really that the Lord will really make those. And South Carolina in many ways is like that too. But that God is bringing us into a new presence of, of grace and favor and healing. That it just really, really we pray in the presence so that blessing over you, over your families, and then over whole entire cities and states. We are looking to the presence of God. We are looking to the resurrected Savior to send His healing grace for all of us. Thank you, Lord. So in a moment, let's get ready to take communion. That This is going to, it's going to be an empowering communion. That the reality of Jesus, He's raised from the dead, He's blessing us, and if you'll know, we'll look at it on Sunday, but it is in the taking of communion that the eyes of the disciples are open and they see more of the purpose of God, more about the revelation of Jesus. It's in the elements of communion. Uh, that's some, we'll, we'll look at that some more, but I wanted to enunciate and proclaim that even tonight for us. That, and some of us, it's like, may have to just say, whoa, we're going to be anointed. My eyes are going to be even more open. You're getting refreshed. And even tonight, as we take communion, uh, see the web or a tear, but healing for the heart. The heart has been under kind of pressure. The devil is attacking, or we rebuke that attack in the name of Jesus. If you're watching us on the internet, maybe your husband just let the children, let the wife lay hands on the husband, and we pray revival, and we pray just command every spirit that would oppress that heart to be gone in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Javda, visit us at javdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.